Michelle L. Steffes possesses over 25 years of leadership experience. She is a published thought leader and influential speaker on self-empowerment and cognitive transformation featured in national media publications, radio, and networks globally. Through her passion to see people win, she authored two books, Reframe and Rewire, Greatness Through Daily Routine, and her children's book, The Machine Inside Me, How to Change Your Brain and Discover the Power Within You, both written from over 10,000 hours of study in the science of habits and human achievement. Over the past decade, she has created an expanding global enterprise, empowering leaders and teams from the inside out through interactive, virtual, and live platforms. Michelle is the CEO and founder of IPV Consulting and IPV Group Leadership Mastery Course. Founder of the 5 in 5 Performance Coaching Accelerated Growth Program, certified speaker, virtual corporate trainer, and executive certified executive coach. Host of the global podcast, Reframe and Rewire, reaching 113 countries. Michelle is also certified trainer of Everything Dish. Today, Michelle will share with us information that will transform your perceptions on what it takes to regain control and perform at your optimum potential. Please welcome Michelle L. Steffes. Thank you, Holly. That was phenomenal. I appreciate it. It's a joy to be And I'm Melissa Myers, co-host of the Going Rogue Money Ministry, and I am beyond excited that Michelle L. Steffes is here with us today, and she brings a host of information and inspiration, which is one of our key pillars that we're all about here on the Going Rogue Money Ministry. Michelle, I'm curious, how do you do it all? That is quite a bio. (laughs) And can you enlighten us as to how you keep all those balls in the air and do so very flawlessly? Well, it's really about vision and remembering the why behind what you do, because a lot of times, you know, we all have those days where we just don't feel like we want to get up and move. But when we realize that we're doing it to impact the world, to make a, a difference in others, to perhaps just better ourselves so we don't look back and regret, then it gives us the energy and stamina to get up and do what we need to do. You're talking about motivation. Yes, I the am. The why. That's Definitely. great. What do you think is the disconnect with people when they think they can't and they don't see the opportunities? How how do you get them to start seeing opportunities that are right around the corner and can really change and transform their life? Well, again, I'm going to go back to the why, but I want to uh, share an, an ancient proverb that says, without vision, the people perish. And I really think that's true. You know, so often think about people that maybe are up in the winter of their life, they typically lose steam and start to fade away when they've lost their purpose, whether their purpose was their job or child rearing or, you know, or whatever it may have been. Once they lose their purpose, they just kind of fade away and they start to make it 
excuses and reason with themselves that they can't or that there's no point in it anymore. So we've got to have that why. We've got to have that purpose. And it doesn't have to be anything extraordinary. It can be the smallest of things. And so when we can adopt a, a solid reason as to why we needed to get out of bed, why we need to create that list, why we need to create a routine that causes success, then the momentum can begin to build. And then success builds on that. Think about the last time that you, you know, you achieved something or finished a project. You felt this euphoria. Well, you've got to keep creating that euphoria with every bit of progress you make, even if it's the smallest measurement. And it starts with the identity of who you want to become. Hmm, that's very insightful. <laughs> the little things can have the biggest impact. Absolutely. You mentioned before the concept of small habits. So mm -hmm. small actions. How do you how do you go about instilling in your daily routine new small habits that can lead to massive success and transformation? Well, I love that you asked that. And I also love that you enunciated the fact that it's the small things that matter because it really is. You know, a lot of people think, yeah, when my ship comes in, you know, but it's just uh, achieving an identity of a person that, say, gets up at a certain time or exercises every day. And even if it's only two minutes of exercise, once you adopt that identity that you're doing it every day, you can build on it from there. But seeing yourself as that person that you want to become by the smallest habits that you do every day is what's going to take you to the end game. So you've got to decide to allocate time for these new habits. And again, whether that's a two minute stint or a five minute, maybe you want to spend more time reading and you can only read a chapter a day. You know, it's a start, right? then you can say you're a reader. And once you see that you're a reader, you'll continue to be that reader because you develop this again euphoria for accomplishing it. But the smallest habits that can create the physiological changes within you and rewire your brain are what is going to take you there. And that's kind of what I want to talk about a little bit with you is the brain and how you rewire it and why that makes a difference. Let's talk it. about it. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Perfect. Keep, keep okay. going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just trying to go with your flow here. So, okay. Uh, you have 100 billion neurons in your brain. You have since you were born. And from that day to now, you have grown what's called neural networks. Now, neural networks are a conglomeration of pathways that have formulated into networks of pathways. Now, these networks have been placed there in your brain now uh, to, since you learned how to walk, since you learned how to drive, since you learned how to eat, since you learned how to do your career. And then and you're operating out of those networks 90% of the time. So what you programmed in is, is what's causing you to see the way you see, act the way you act, function the way you function, and even behave or perceive things the way that you do. Well, the key is that you can rewire that through the small habits we were just talking about a moment ago. So if you start to insert new habits that begin to cause transformation, these are deliberate choices that you got to make, okay? They're not just random habits. They have a purpose, like being a reader, being an exerciser. These are things that are going to change your life and evolve into something bigger. But as you wire yourself differently, you're going to create new neural networks. And the old networks will literally prune off use it or lose it. Okay. So if, if I want to say I want to become uh, more avid in my exercise and stop being, uh, you know, making excuses and, and not getting up off the couch or not getting up on time to do it. The more that I do that, the more I wire my brain to see myself that way and it becomes automatic. So now it's wired in, it's on autopilot. 
And now I, I don't, I don't even think twice about it. Just like brushing my teeth. I just automatically get up and I exercise because I've trained myself over time. So neuroplasticity is what this is called. And it's self-directed neuroplasticity more specifically. And we're talking about choosing deliberate habits. And the more that you do that, you begin to transfer the physiological state that you're in, which is your state of mind, into something that is one of power and one of control. Because your routine is the only thing you truly can control. You can't control all of the, the arrows and the darts and the slings you know, that are coming at you every day. But you can control your habits, your behavior, and your routine through what you wire in. And that's the big picture to changing and evolving yourself into becoming the person that you want to be. You have an extensive amount of knowledge in this area. How did you get started? Well, I, I got a, a turning point in my life one time and I started to think about who I really wanted to be and what I really wanted to accomplish before my, you know, my days were done, if you will. And, um, and I started to think carefully about my life from the second I open my eyes till I close my eyes at night. What am I doing? How am I spending it? Where is it sending my thought patterns? What kind of habits do I have right now that have caused me to get in a funk every day or to feel sad or sorrowful or have pity parties for myself every day? And what kind of habits can I start to snap into place to exchange those out and become the person that I want to be seen as? The person that achieves the things that she wants to achieve before she goes away from this earth. And what kind of an impact do I want to have? Because it's not just going to fall into my lap. I have to make deliberate decisions and snap into place those things that need to happen. Now, I will say this, it's not going to be easy when you begin. You're going to feel like a trout swimming upstream because you're working against the neural networks you've already wired in and have had wired in for possibly decades. So to wire in new habits and new mindsets is going to take some serious deliberate choices to push you into that new life. So when I first started getting up at four o'clock in the morning, which is one of the decisions that I made, I was Boy, I'd stand in that bathroom and argue with myself for 10 minutes. And sometimes I'd lose, Ooh. right? So it's not always going to feel great at first. But now I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, automatically, my alarm doesn't even wake me up anymore. It's been wired in. And that way, it gives me that chance to do that power hour. So I get my exercise in. I get my reading in. I get my prayers in. I get all the things that I need to do to feel strong and ready to take on the day and shift my state into a winner instead of a loser. So when I lay my head on the pillow at night, I feel like a million bucks because I've, I've not only accomplished a great morning, but it set the stage for me to have a great day. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And the discipline that you have with your morning routine that I am sure you extended over to being able to do everything that you do in your business, including writing two books. That's a major, most people don't even write one book. I think, I think everybody has a book inside of them, but you do too. So <laughs> tell us why did you, why did you write your books? Well, I, my heart is to see people win. I mean, that's the reason why I do what I do. That's my why. Okay. That was my whole why is to see people win. And so I wrote reframe and rewire greatness through daily routine, right? What we just talked about, because I wanted people to understand that not only is it doable, but there's a science behind it that backs it. 
So every, anybody can say to you, well, you should do this and you should do that, right? But then we just end up shooting all over ourselves. And that never really helps anyone, right? Right. So, But when we start to understand that we're literally wiring it in and unwiring old habits, that's a game changer. So I've got case studies in here. I've got downloadable tools. I've got all of, the, all of the, the, the guidebook, if you will, the map to greatness that you would need in this book. So that's why I wrote the first book. The second book, The Machine Inside of Me, came a couple of years later as I watched what happened with COVID and a lot of young people kind of feeling crushed. Well, not kind of, they were crushed. Mm -hmm. They had to give up their, their, their graduations. They had to give up their wedding days with all the people attending. They had to give up so much and they were told to just lock themselves in and the suicide rate just went off the chart. So I did a duplicate of that. It's a much thinner book. It's, it's really only 48 pages, but it's got 57 illustrations in it. And a lot of the illustrations indicate, even without reading the pages, what has to happen neurologically, physiologically, even teaching them about chemistry. In fact, I've got little neurochemicals in there that have cute names. So some of the neurochemicals you might be familiar with are like dopamine, cortisol, adrenaline. Well, that's dopey, Court and Adrian, right? And and they're the, and we teach the kids in the book how to chase away the the stress hormones and what those do to us if we don't chase them away, and how we bring in the happy hormones, the ones that cause us to be productive and get that euphoria that we mentioned earlier. That sounds like you're making chemistry fun. I think that even adults could benefit from oh, they reading do. the kids' book. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, if I had that book when I was a kid, I would be thrilled. Like I would think I was so smart. And I'm so glad that you had that on your heart to do and to make and to write because so many people are benefiting from that. Oh, thank you. Yes, I, I enjoyed writing it. I, my illustrator was Rob Rice, um, incredible illustrator, and he really captured everything that I needed him to capture to make the book clear for seven to 14 year olds. But as you just said, Melissa, and you're right, um, it was also endorsed for adults. <laughs> and, and it was endorsed by psychotherapists as well as trauma experts and has been placed into organizations because I have a give back program. You can find it on my website at line, online where you can you can purchase and get books donated into places like 70 times 7 Alpha. Um, uh, and this and I'm sending these books out all over to areas where people are in need of information like this to help them. We need all of your information, including because this is a money ministry podcast. How, talk to us about the concept of how you were able to triple your income in three months. Oh boy, great question. I love it. Um, so, so when you know the thing that we need to understand is that, and, and I'm going to go back and repeat some of the things I said and tie this all in. Okay, great. But it's the little things that you do every day that make the biggest difference. Okay, so as you begin to do these little things that make you feel like you're accomplishing things, even if it's small, right? And you begin to do that, you start to feel like a different person. And when you begin to feel like a different person, people begin to see you differently. And when they begin to see you differently, they start hiring you more. They are interested in what you have to say. They want to talk to you. You literally magnetize in opportunities that before you may have never had before. And so you start to notice a change in exchange in terms of your community connections and the efforts that you made before maybe fell flat. 
Now the doors are swinging wide open. So by multiplying the inner life that I had through the habits I created, I multiplied my outer life in the connections I made and then the money that came as a result of that. Does that make sense? It sure does. And we actually have a common theme there in my book, Going Rogue, Unconventional Strategies for Women. Chapter (laughs) Chapter two, I titled that The Best Investment. And we found that sometimes people are actually afraid of wealth and afraid of money, afraid of earning more. And one of my questions in there was, how would your life change if your income tripled? And I think sometimes that's so out of the realm that that it's hard to even grasp. Can mm-hmm. you talk to us about how to approach that from a safe perspective of what could be different and what those those potential benefits might might be to someone as they're pondering that triple your income conversation in their mind? <laughs> well, that's a fabulous question. And I'm going to start it probably in a way that maybe you don't expect. But if it, let's just take the lottery, for example. Not, we're going to get to the answer to this. But if, if someone wins the lottery, but they have not changed internally, in other words, they've done, they've not changed their habits. They still do things exactly the same. They have the same mindset, the same way of thinking. They will lose that that money within four to four to six years, I believe, is the average, if not sooner, right? So when we think about tripling our income, we've we've got to change our internal dialogue. Therefore, we've got to change our habits. We've got to change our physio- physiological state, our state of mind, or we won't be able to handle that money. We won't feel good about it. So Tying that all together with answering your question, we can change the world through money. Okay, now some people unfortunately change the world in very sinister ways. That's the part that I think makes people a lot of times afraid. And we may know wealthy, I know millionaires that are the saddest, crabbiest people you'll ever meet. But if we choose habits that change our state into somebody who's compassionate, empathetic, kind, you know, uh, a a giver into the community. Now you've got money can be a tool to really impact the world in incredible ways. So it has to start inside. Yes. And knowing that you don't have to go it alone. Right. There's coaches like you, there's, there's financial (laughs) planners like us and and money coaches. And there's a synergy then that happens when you're aligning yourself with other like-minded people that you you don't want to be the Debbie Downer in this situation. Right. You automatically elevate your state, as you mentioned, and yes. that that is a, a flow over or a trickle effect to everybody having a better outcome. Agreed. I think, you know, people like you who want to accomplish the vision of the client in a very positive light and teach them exactly how they can reach that place are really what the world needs in terms of financial uh, guidance. And so we've got to be choosy about who we work with when our with our finance. We can't just pick, you know, Joe Blow on the corner because he says he's got, you know, a, a financial degree of some kind. So making sure that you choose people that are going to align with your vision and help you to achieve it while working on yourself, I think is really the key. Yeah. And I think that we can have coaches in various aspects of mm-hmm. our life just because we might, well, and that's, that's the thing. You're the best investment. When you choose Absolutely. to pay for coaching and you choose to pay for help, guidance, accountability, you're making an investment in yourself. For and sure. that's where it can multiply so many times over in ways that you don't even realize 
I I know 10 years ago when I hired my first coach, I had no idea that it would lead me to where I'm at today, but it was just the encouragement of joining a mastermind. It was the encouragement of writing my first blog and just getting it out there, going to an event where somebody pushed me in front of a camera to give a testimonial, getting me outside of my comfort zone because I was always taught, oh, children should be seen and not heard and be quiet and don't speak until you're addressed. And so being around other people who gave me a different opportunity, the mindset and the 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 presentation of that opportunity was really key. And I'm glad that one of your goals is to help people feel good. And that's, that's what we do. We want people to feel good about their finances. And, right. <laughs> and that that's so important because what good is money if you're not feeling good about what it can do for you and exactly. what you can tell it, what really what you can tell it to do because money just is just a tool. inanimate. Yep. <laughs> right. It's the tool. Well, tell us a little bit, if you would, your number one piece of advice, maybe for somebody who has tried changing their their future, tried changing their current state. Maybe they didn't get as good of an outcome as they were hoping when they went into it. Maybe nothing at all happened. Maybe it actually even went in the opposite direction. How How can somebody navigate that situation going forward and have better results? Well, I really believe that it's 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 got to be determination and and to never give up uh, because the the best and brightest future doesn't happen overnight and so when we are willing to stick with it long term and you think about new year's resolutions most people on average stick with it what one or two weeks and they say well i didn't see any results so i'm done i'm done with that program right or they try to lose weight you know just for a couple of weeks we've got to be in it for the long haul we didn't get in this situation overnight we're not going to change it overnight but the great news is that when i talk about neuroplasticity and mentioned that earlier it really only takes three to four weeks to rewire in new neural networks i'm not talking about all of them getting rewired but at least enough of them to give you the momentum that you need for change but it's about being diligent every single day because a new neural growth which is called a dendrite can dry up within 48 hours so that's why we got to keep plugging in the right messages and as you mentioned earlier having the right people surrounding us so that we can stay the course stay accountable and accomplish our dreams you mentioned the 48 hours that those dendrites could dry up. Is that why when maybe you're at an event, like a leadership event, and the energy is high, vibes are high, you're yep. feeling good. Is that why after a day or two of being home that you're right back in the old slump, so to speak? Very true. And I'm glad you picked up on that because I do mention that from the stage quite often. In fact, I've got a little exercise I do at the end of, of almost all of my presentations where where I have them write down two or three takeaways and then I've got a super fun energetic way in which they exchange that to become accountable to somebody else in the room. So I literally pair them up so they can check back in with each other in a week or two to see if they did it. And so we've got to have that accountability piece. We've got to make sure that we're we're sticking with whatever changes we want to make every single day long term because our brain is only those neurons, those 100 billion neurons can only hold so many connections. So it, it's going to choose which ones that it keeps based on which ones you use over and over again every single day. So use it or lose it. If you want new growth, if you want neural networks, 
you've got to work on it every single day over time. And that's true with stress too. If you've got trauma or stress or bad feelings about money and investments, and that's what you work on every single day, good or bad, your brain's going to wire it in either way, either way. So you have to choose what books am I listening to? What, what resources am I absorbing every day? And who am I talking to? And what kind of messages am I feeding myself? And what's my inner dialogue? Because that's what you're going to wire in. You've got to keep your eye on the prize of what you want, right? Long term. It's a marathon. Yes. (laughs) I used to have in my old house, I had a wall that had a a phrase written on it. And it said that life is a journey and only you hold the map. True. That's great. You can rewrite that map too, right? (laughs) To a different different direction. You can. can. That's the cool part. You can rewrite it anytime. And that means right up into into, uh, elder years. I mean, I'm going to be doing a a, a talk uh, to the um, the Science of an Aging conference coming up here in, a, in a, well, it's next weekend actually. And uh, when I do the studies, I, when I when I do any kind of talk, I customize it. But elderly people are neuroplastic, just like young people. Although young people are more neuroplastic, you can rewire at any age. So you're never too old. Don't ever think that. Don't convince yourself of that. I could tell you a really cool story, but we probably don't have time for that. Well, I have a quick question and maybe hopefully you can sum it up quick. Uh, I was curious when you said you're doing a talk for the elderly. Mm -hmm. Is there is there evidence that those suffering maybe from dementia and Alzheimer's that they can rewire their brains? There's definitely an element of truth to that. Now, obviously, there's differing degrees. There's different issues depending on you know their their situation. And I don't want to sit here and play Doctor Michelle. Sure. Uh, but what I can say is that there can there is some things that can be accomplished. The brain is incredibly neuroplastic, and there is hope. That's awesome. That is so great. So <laughs> let's let's sign off on that. And Michelle, why don't you tell us a little bit, uh, a couple of the places where people can go to find you, and we will have the links in the in the show notes. But give us a, a couple of places that they can learn more and uh, stay in your world. Fabulous. Thank you. Yep. IPV Consulting, and that stands for Integrity, People, and Vision, the three most important components to any business endeavor or success. So IPVConsulting.com is my website. There's a lot of information on there, resources, free resources, quizzes, all kinds of good stuff you can do there. And then I also have my podcast, which is Reframe and Rewire, just like the book. Um, And you'll find it on your favorite platform. It's really on multiple platforms. Uh, So go there. But then I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. And she's a dynamite speaker. So if you are in charge of lining up the speakers for your event, make sure you check out her speaker link as well, which is on her IPV consulting website. Michelle, it's been a pleasure. I know that this was very valuable and I truly believe that you're changing lives and I'm happy to have you on the Going Rogue Money Ministry. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for asking me. I appreciate it, Melissa. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks, Michelle. Maybe this episode is part of your money ministry. Bless others by sharing it with a friend and posting on social media. While you're at it, we thank you in advance for subscribing to our podcast and leaving a five-star review. Our money ministry is helping you design your ideal lifestyle and be a blessing to others. Get started by heading over to melissamyersgroup.com slash contact. Hop on your email list. And while you're at it, Schedule your free welcome call. We'll help you get clarity about what to do next.